Hello everyone and welcome to Femininity by Rachel V. I am your host, Rachel V, and I am a femininity embodiment expert and coach. This podcast was created to offer a safe place for women to express themselves, learn, master, and protect their feminine aura. My focus is feminine energy, but I do invite masculine energies and voices to be a part of the conversation. I mean, let's face it, masculine and feminine energies need each other. During this podcast, you will be entertained and schooled by myself and hand-picked guests. I believe it's my God's given gift to the world to show women how to operate highly in their feminine frequency. I hope you enjoy yourself here in this captivating atmosphere I've created for you and for me. Welcome to Femininity by Rachel V. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Femininity by Rachel V. I am your host, Rachel V, and tonight I have a special guest, not only a special guest, I have special guest. We are doing our very first live podcast from the Femininity by Rachel V brunch. I am super excited because the films are going to be able to answer and ask questions. So I'm super happy. But first, I want to introduce my guest, Natalie. Hi, Natalie. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to be here. Listen, we have been trying to do this podcast for how long? (laughs) Like uh, a long time. (laughs) A very, very long time. Natalie, if you can just do me a favor and introduce yourself to the films. Tell them what you do who you are to me, and why you're here. Well, I'm so excited, Rachel, to be here. I'm so proud of you just for going after your dreams. That's something that I really admire about you, just coming from the same industry, the beauty industry, and really saying, you know what? I want to impact more women. That's really all about purpose and impact. So I'm very proud of you. Um, my name is Natalie Nicole Smith. I'm a success coach. Um, I teach women all across the world how to monetize their brands, how to build big businesses, and how to believe bigger. You know, living in a world that we live in today, just really being accountable to more women, reminding them that God is really good mm-hmm. and that whatever they put their minds towards, they can have it. So I built a community called Women Who Boss Network where we give women tools, support, and resources on how to be able to elevate and evolve their brands. Yes, you heard that, ladies. (laughs) Big bossing, okay? (laughs) So, Natalie, tell everyone how we met, how we connected. It's It's a long long story. You know what? It's so funny because I feel like being in an environment like this, everything is coming full circle. Um, I remember being a hairstylist and a makeup artist. I'm owning my salon in DC and there was like this event that was going on um, in Bethesda. And Rachel was there. She was real fly, looking real good. And one thing about me, I'm not a hater. Like, you know, somebody looks good. I'm like, what's up? Like, you know, you're pretty. Like, what you got going on? And then, you know, you gave me your social media. I checked you out. And I was like, oh, wow, you're super dope. And that was our first exchange. And then the next thing we did was we just stayed in contact. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really about making money together. Mm -hmm. It was more so just supporting each other. And I feel like um, in our community as women, I think it's kind of like overlooked that you can still build adult friendships that are organic and that are authentic and that are real. Yes. Right? So we've been doing that for some years now. Then now you're my neighbor. Yeah, I know and I'm your neighbor. You next door. <laughs> and, and you know, Rachel just pulls up. Like, I'm coming over right now. <laughs> hey, okay, perfect. So we have, and we just went to Bahamas together. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. And I'm excited that was amazing. Next. I want to talk about what you put together for the Bahamas, because that was like really quick, but it was amazing. Tell us a little bit about that trip. Huh, so this is, it's interesting. I'm sure some of you guys can relate. Whoever has wanted just to travel, but you don't necessarily want a man to take you on the trip. Right? Like, I just feel like I'm going I'm to keep it a buck. Like, yes. I like traveling. And I think for many, many years, um, 
some of my nicest trips, my dude took me on, you know? I'm not gonna let you know you like, take my photo for me. And everybody's like, where you at? Who you at? I'm out, right? <laughs> so I thought to it myself and I was like, okay, I just freshly got, got, got out of a relationship. And I was like, why is it I gotta wait to go on a trip with a dude? Like, we're my man. Like, I wanna go out on a trip with my girls. And I wanna create content that converts. And I know that that word and kind of like sounds you know, overused, but your actual brand and who you are, that is how you convert your followers, right? So I think a lot of times we take these photos on Instagram, but that Cash App and that Zelle and that Stripe ain't hitting, you know? So I made a decision. I said, you know what? I'm going to show other women that are like me, that like good energy, that like to be a part of a community, right? That like to get support, that are cool, that aren't catty. We finna go on trips. We so finna my, go on trips. We finna go on trips. So the first one was Bahamas. I called it Brandon Bahamas. I Brandon Luxury. I put it together in like in two weeks. I hit up Rachel and I was like, you wanna come? She was like, yeah, I'ma come, right? Uh, she's like, what we got going on? I said, just come, okay? I'ma make sure we good. So we went there literally, you guys, for like, Two nights? Yes. It was two nights, three, three days. It was three days. Two, yeah, three days, two nights. Three days, two nights. It was so much fun. Uh, we took so many photos. Rachel took some killer. Yeah. I said, girl, what rock was you on? <laughs> right? And we just had fun. We connected with random people that came, and we just really made a decision to never desert our brands because of our emotions. I mm -hmm. feel like social media is one of those vulnerable places where when you don't feel good, you don't post. And that, that we have to stop that, you know? Like, oh, we don't feel good today. Or um, maybe this person pissed me off, so now we're putting a bunch of memes and subliminals on our mm -hmm. captions. And that's not how you build a real solid brand mm -hmm. that converts, you know? So we had fun. We created captions. We was real lit. We had, Rachel was doing her thing. Yeah, you can tell her. <laughs> right? No, but you know what? It was like fun, though. Like, went to some random spot. We had a little scare there. But listen, we was like, okay, uh, what's happening? You know, somebody, literally, this is real life though. Because usually when you travel with a man, you feel real protected. With women, it's like, you, got, you really got to like be on your P's and Q's. Mm -hmm. We was at this restaurant and literally as everybody was having fun, somebody on the street got robbed. We was a whole duh. And mind you, we from the North Police. Yes. We, my whole vibe got changed. But I was like, let what? me turn, let me come. Right, but because we're around people that we rock with, we felt safe. We had, like, when you travel by yourself, that's different. So that's what we did, and I feel like I want to get behind Rachel's brand. I really do believe in her. And if anybody has a brand that you're trying to build, do not do it by yourself. Actually, it's not going to work by yourself, actually, to be honest with you. Um, I think we were taught that you can do things alone and don't focus on what anybody else has going on. Yeah, that's cool and all, but there's so much power in collaboration. You know, really you get is. very far in life when you genuinely are supporting somebody else and really helping them evolve while you're evolving as well. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, I love. It. Now y'all see why she's a, a branding and marketing genius. Okay, get, let's give a a clap for Natalie. Listen, so we are going to answer. We're gonna take some questions. Okay, get get Britain out the way. Get Brit Brit out the way. Really, Brit. Really, Brit. <laughs> Is it hard to podcast, and how much money do you need? Okay. Okay. always does that. Right, right, right. All right. Take the mic over there. Okay. So it, for me, it is not hard to podcast. It's really about consistency and putting in the work. Um, you do make money from podcasting. You make money from your sponsorship your downloads you know people contacting you saying like I want to use you for not use you but I want to you know put like this ad on your podcast things like that did that answer your question son how much money oh <laughs> this little boy always want to know how much money I'm making so I, th I think that's a great question though but I think that's a great question real, real quick I think that's a great question because I have a podcast and I started my podcast actually before Rachel, right? Mm -hmm. And, but Rachel's way more serious than me. 
Let's just have an honest conversation. Who's ever started something and you just wasn't serious, right? So the first thing is starting a podcast or starting any business, you have to be serious. You have to believe in what you're doing and you have to be committed. As far as the monetizing side of it, side of it whether it's TikTok, whether it's YouTube, whether because that's how you stream it, right? One of the ways you stream it. Um, you do make money, but it matters how much impact you're creating mm -hmm. and how consistent you are. So there's things like ads that you get paid from on, on YouTube. I've seen people make ten to $100,000 a month. There's things like sponsorships, right, that Rachel's getting into right now mm -hmm. where you can create your own pricing, but it goes back to being consistent. Did that help, Britt? So if you want to make $10,000 a month, $5,000 a month, $100,000 a month, you got to go hard. You have to be very serious. There's actually kids that podcast and they have YouTubes and that sort of thing, but you have to be very, very serious. You might have to, you know, uh, put roadblocks to the side a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. You might got to put down some things to really make money from what you do, right? But it works out when you put the work in. Got it, Britt. Got it, Britt. You got it. We want to check. <laughs> okay. Did anybody else have a question for? Oh, okay. Okay, come over so so we can hear you in the mic. Yeah, Bristlers. Another. Where's your buddy? Bristlers. Look, I need some new shoes. Which what's up? Hi. Hi, Shanika. Thank you for being here. <laughs> My question is for Natalie. So, um, I, actually, I actually have a business. Um, I've been a So that's a great question. And I've been, I literally have had a, a salon retail space for 13 years now. And so has Rachel. Has mm -hmm. a, how long have you had your business? Uh, 17 years. 17 years. Personally, for me, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, you have to know what you want before you hire anybody else, right? So I started doing hair out of college, hair and makeup, and it was just a hustle for me. That was it, right? So I had my salon. It was simply a hustle. I started my beauty line. I started selling products since I was like 17 years old, right? At that moment, I made a decision that in my market, these are the things I'm going to align my brand with. So when I got into network marketing, which is TLC, people were like, well, how did you have a Howard University education? How did you just start selling tea? I was already fit when I started selling tea, right? I had a target demographic that needed that product. So I matched product with people. We are in the people business. People buy into you, then they buy into the brand or whatever else that you're selling. So when I was doing hair, I did not want to do hair anymore. So I wanted to find a way to make an extra $10,000 a month and retire from doing hair so I can stream more into the women empowerment side and monetize that. So the first thing you have to figure out, and it's a deep question you have to sit down by yourself at home, right? No social media, don't look at nobody else, is what do you want? Right now what they want for you, what do you want? What do you want to sell? So if you're selling a digital product, right? One, you got to know what you're going to sell in that digital product because digital courses and digital products are very lucrative. I have them with woman who boss, right? Whether you're teaching somebody something, are, are you that's ask yourself, am I good at teaching this, right? I think there's a lot of people in the world right now and I'm not knocking the hustles, but it's going to be very short lived if you're selling something that you don't believe in and mm. that you're not great at. Absolutely. Right? So I'm honestly was not a great hairstylist, but I... I I went to classes and I did it for a hustle and people loved me, but I did not love doing hair, right? So I realized that this will be very short lived and I better get out of this quick, right? So the next thing you're gonna do is before you hire an agency, cause I do have a branding agency, but I don't just take on that. That's why you guys don't see it on, on the internet, but I don't take on every client because I feel like, um, my background is in public relations. I feel like people pay people all the time and they don't get the, the work, right? And one of the reasons why they don't get the work is because of integrity. When some, when you take somebody's money, they gotta know what they want, 
right? So somebody tells me, Natalie, I want to be in Forbes magazine. I want to be in uh, Revolt, whatever it is. What are we pitching, right? So the first work that you're going to do in your first like three to six months is ideation and figuring out what you're really going to stick with and what are you going to promote. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to understand that it's not an or, it's an and. A lot of people quit their jobs and they say, I don't want to do this anymore because A, B, C, and D. And then now they don't make no money in that space anymore because they want to be passionate about their new project, right? I still did hair and I still sold hair before I even stopped doing anything. I had to match my income. So that's the next thing you're gonna do. The next thing you're gonna do is buy your trademark for whatever your brand name is, buy your domain for your personal, your actual name and whatever your business name is gonna be is, and then build a website, right? When you have a website, even there's a lot of people's websites that you see that don't make no money, right. but because they have a platform that people can buy into, right. that's the next thing. Next, you're gonna hire, I would say, someone that can support you with your branding. It's very difficult to post on your actual page and your business page at the same time. It's a lot going on. When I see Rachel, I'm like, girl, more power to you, right? But I, I have support. So that's what you can do. And then not trying to like pitch my book, but it's really, really good. I'll even give it to you for free. I don't mind. Like you have to know the principles of your brands and who your target demographic is before you really start marketing in that space. That help? All right. Anybody else? Oh, Tavia is. <laughs> Deanna got a question? Okay. Hi, lady. Hi, Deanna. Hi, I am from Baltimore. I have been here in Miami for the last nine years. Okay. Natalie, I've watched you. I used to buy hair from you. Oh, wow. I've watched you grow your following from. Four to five thousand followers. Thank you, Rachel, as well. Rachel, my hand was moving. Oh wow! <laughs> what I will ask from both of you is how do you grow your following organically from thousands to hundreds of thousands? Just mm -hmm. off of yourself. Okay, so I'll go first. Go first, yeah. Um, so since I've been on social media, I started with MySpace first. Then I went to Facebook. Then I went to Instagram. So anybody, you can't hear me? So I'm talking in the mic. So that's, oh, okay. I can hear myself in the headphones. That's why I'm sorry. Can we bring the mic over? I'm sorry. Cause I don't even, okay. Okay. So anybody that knows me knows that I love to take pictures. I love I love content. I've always loved content. I lo always love lighting. I don't know if that has to do with, with Robin. I don't, I'm not sure, but I've always loved video. I've always loved pictures. So one of the things I think that is the best way is making sure you have quality pictures and videos. And it has to have a purpose. Like whenever I per post something, it has a purpose. It's not just me standing in my yard, not paying attention to the background. Like people love like aesthetic. I'm addicted. You guys can see. I, I have a particular aesthetic. I love things to look clean and beautiful. And you are attract the same people that like the things that you like. And that's how you build your content. It has to be like the same thing it can't be all over the place like one day you're posting like food the next day you're posting like your dog it has to be like kind of consistent um to who you are like you, you can't be all over the place would you agree you can't you, so you, you like I, a lot of stuff so the first question you have to ask yourself is why are you posting it's two different situations because rachel makes money outside of social media you get what i'm saying like my money comes from social media. So I can't just be like, I'm just gonna post my balcony today, every day. You know what I'm saying? I like my balcony and all, and I like what I be doing at home, but that doesn't give me money unless it's intentional, you know? So there's two types of content you're gonna post is one like Rachel, where she still makes money from her podcast, she's converting the people, they're following her, and then she's now bringing them to YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. Then she has her salon, but with or without, 
her posting on social media, she's still going to make money from her salon and her hair mm -hmm. because she has a cult following that has known her for many years. Right? So the first thing that I will say, because I in my business, I tell people all the time, they post on social media and they be real serious about their posts, right? <laughs> and they don't get no money. And I be like, baby, you got to get off of Instagram. You got to get off of Instagram. They be like, I posted, I had a full photo shoot. Robin, you know how that go. They be like, they got Miss Sickling photo shoot. And they think that they're about to just be like, Million of followers, right? They're like, I done got my body did and I'm I'm sickening. I'm like, sis, they don't care. Like, they don't, everyone has a nice body nowadays. I mean, you, you can make your body nice on all them apps, like, you know? So you have to have a purpose behind your photos and your video. And another thing is, photos are not as, they're not popping anymore, right? Let's keep it, let's keep it 1,000. You have to create videos. You have to get, create videos. There's a thing I want you guys to get in this uh, um, a tomb tech. Rachel got one. I got a several. Right, a tomb tech or whatever. You want to get it from Amazon. All the videos you see me do, there is no sickening person in my life that's going to do all my videos. I post my, I create it, put the timer on, and I make my videos. Oh. Okay, so the next thing is, it's called Tomb Tech. The next thing you're gonna do on post on social media, you gotta increase your analytics to get more followers. So you wanna post on your Insta story 10 to 12 times a day. 10 to 12 times a day. So whether you are, like this brunch should be on your social media, right? Like the DJ should be on your social media. The, like this little thing should be on your social media because if you already don't have a big brand, the more your social media populates on people's feed, the more they like, share, and comment, right? On your actual page, you want to change your page to a business page, okay? And you also wanna put your page public. One, if you're interested in building social media. Nine times out of 10, someone like myself is not gonna follow you if your page is private, right? Because I, I don't wanna wait until you're done accepting me, right? I wanna see what you got going on now, right? To see if I wanna follow you. Then on your actual page, you're gonna post on your page at least one to three times a day, consistently. And if you post something on your page that you don't love, forget the likes and the comments. You can archive it later on. But what happens is Instagram, even TikTok, right? If you're not cooperating with them right now, you're now being shadow bans mm -hmm. and they're not allowing people to see your stuff. So you can post a sickening video for your, your, your business or whatever it is, but if you notice that your likes and your comments are very little, that's because you haven't posted in a long time. The next thing, and this is the last thing, is reels. For whatever reason, they really want us to do reels, right? So I tell people, I had a whole reel strategy um, where I tell people, when you go to the reels, find the reel that has the arrow going up. That means it's trending, right? You can literally create repurposed content, put repurposed content that's on your phone from a long time ago, whether it matches the voice or the sounds, but create a reel every single day. I guarantee you, if you do a reel every single day in 30 days, you are gonna increase your following, queen. You know, but you have to be consistent with that. So what I do at nighttime, when I have free time, is I just find reels I like, I copy the link, and I put saved, and I just use it the next day or the following day. And right now, I've been getting like a thousand new followers a week when I do that strategy. A thousand followers a week, then my DMs be lit with people that want to make money with me, that want to connect with me. And I'm like, how y'all find me? The real. For real. That's really what it is. Robin. Oh, Robin. Robin had a question. Thanks, Natalie. <laughs> Hi, Robin. <laughs> Hey, sister. So let me ask you, do you think that people should, people who are new to Instagram, and it just kind of clicked to them that they should be on Instagram, do you feel that Instagram is like dying? And for me, honestly, I don't post, my business is 90% referral based, so I'm, I can't give advice on how to build a person's Instagram, but how do you feel about that? Do you feel that something's new coming? Or do you feel that we should focus, or the people that are looking to grow, should they continue to focus on this 
for sure. Like, you know, Meta's a stock, right? So we have like, we have to take our emotion. Okay. We got to take our emotional side away and we got to like it for business wise. Robin, you're good because people know who you are. You doing your thing. But if Robin wanted to scale, let's say Robin came out with a, a line of photography equipment or a digital product. Social media will be the number one way that she'll be able to scale. I have a really good friend that literally has maybe 17,000 followers on Instagram. And she posted a, a sale on social media. She uses Facebook ads. And she made a million dollars in a month, right, from digital products. So to answer your question, it's not too late. My mother... I don't know if y'all follow my mom. She off the chain. I'm like, it was getting on my nerves at first. Cause I'm like, mom, why is you dancing like that? Like, then she be adding me and stuff. But my mom's page is lit. Like, you know, they they follow her. She has a prayer line. She's like, you know, she's a spiritual woman. But she literally told me she got 10 bookings, like 10 um, counseling calls from social media. She's very positive. So the answer to the question that Robin said is you got to figure out like your truth. Like if you already don't have a following in real life, right? Social media is one of the safest places to meet random people that will buy stuff from you. And I'm going to tell you a quick story not to brag or boast. I'm in network marketing. Everybody hates network marketing. Let's keep it a buck. Most people hate it. They were a scam. It's this. In the middle of the pandemic, we were stuck in the house. All I had was in Instagram. Literally in the course of the pandemic, I made $4.3 million from social media, right? And all I did was I was in that little apartment I had. Thank you. I was in that little apartment. That was my first year ever making seven figures. And I was like, damn, like, you know? And I was like, that little social media situation working out for me. And it was like, and I'm talking about no family, no friends. And I wasn't expecting, they still my homies, but as far as the strangers, they was rocking with me. They was like, even people I met today, I follow you on social media. And the reason why I always stay humble and stay kind and compassionate, because I appreciate y'all. You know, I could have been homeless during that time or something like that, you know? So the people that you meet on social media, not saying you got to be friends with them. Like, you might cultivate a relationship later down the line, but they're your supporters and you support them too. Half the boutiques I buy clothes from is people from social media. I'm like, oh shit, that's cute. I like that. You know, and I go shop pay is connected to the Instagram and you go buy, you put the little code in, you know, I put, so you get what I'm saying? Like Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, these and YouTube, that's a, a, a that's a whole, like, I'm telling you guys right now, YouTube, my homegirl just started a YouTube channel and I, she made $3,000 last month. So she uses Instagram to promote it sometimes. And her YouTube followers follow her on Instagram. So don't just be stuck on, okay, if I post on Instagram, that's it. No, repurpose the same content, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. The same thing. YouTube has YouTube shorts now, so you can push your reel on YouTube. And that can help grow your YouTube now. You can use that same reel they use on Instagram and put it on TikTok. So now you're using the same content on all platforms and you're winning. So do we have any more? Oh, okay. <laughs> you got to come and get the mic. Come, come, come. Everyone looks so beautiful and I'm so happy to be here. Um, okay, so Natalie, with you saying that your mom's like, page is lit, okay, my daughter's 31. And she was the one who encouraged me to go on Instagram, Facebook, and all that. Mm. Um, I, my business had always been like word of mouth or something like that. So I was very hesitant. I went on it and she's like, Mom, you gotta stop, you'll see. Like, just like face, you know, face shots and stuff like that. But that's what gets the most, like, the most, you know, interaction for me. You know, and I'm not a savvy with it at all. I just post whatever. Like Rachel was saying, don't just post whatever. Mm -hmm. But I, I kind of do. <laughs> sometimes I get like 6,000 real likes or whatever. And I'm like, okay, so what, what, should, I, what should I really do? To kind of make sure I'm reflecting, um, like my daughter, like I have friends. I don't want to be doing too much. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing too much. I, like, when she's like, mom, no, don't want that. Too much. Like she, like, you are she, bad. Like she dictates what I do. Can't help that you look good. 
you cannot help that she look good. I'm like, how do you support your mom and do your mom still just do what she wants? Mom, listen, I want my, okay, well, number one, my mom is on my payroll, okay? And she is expensive and I can't afford that, right? So one, I tell my mom, you better get on there and make some money, okay? That's number one, right? So, oh, thank you. So I, I'm an advocate for my mom on social media. Um, I want her to be more intentional sometimes. I'm like, why is you, like, it, it, she posts stuff in the dark. I'm like, come on now, bro. Like, let's fix this. We not gonna do that. You're my mom, people watching it. Like, let's fix it up a little bit. But I will say, as far as you, like, I just met you today. You look amazing. You're a girl. Let's give it up for her. She's beautiful, amazing. She's, she's a grandmother. Like, that's a big deal, right? And I think that, Crack, baby. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, seriously, you're right. And you have to celebrate that, right? You're also a businesswoman. So when you're posting on your social media, you have to, like Rachel said, you got to keep in mind, what is your purpose behind it? What do you want? You just told me about a conference that you got have going on. I didn't know about it, the Boss Up Conference, the Boss Conference and Kissing Me next week. Like, talk about that. Like, this is a perfect environment where you put, like, you know, uh, highlight a video and then highlight you looking sexy and say, um, are you meeting me next week? Something like that. Put a hot song on there, cuff it, whatever, Beyonce, do something sickening on there. Has, has somebody um, catch you walking in the in the in this um, the location, the studio, and you create a whole reel like that, you know? So one, your daughter, this how like my dad. I ain't gonna lie to you, like he does a lot on social media too. And I'm like, dad, like I mean, girls be in my dad's DMs. It's so annoying, but it's like no, they don't. No, they do, and it's crazy. Your yeah. daddy is cute, though. No, like, <laughs> no, I, no. Honestly, it's to the point now where I got so offended the other day. No, it's, sorry, it's cool. Daddy. No, no, I'm it's sorry. cool. My dad's like, a Catholic. He fine. Like my dad looks nice. <laughs> so no, no, you guys can do whatever. First of all, but I'm back to your parents. I'm gonna just leave it. I'm gonna say here. I don't know if anyone has any deceased parents. May they rest in peace. But I'm be honest with you. Social media brings my parents joy. Same. They bring them, it brings it joy. Same. So when I look at them and I'm like, dang, they really are having the time of their life on here. You, you get what I'm saying? But guess what? It's like, if that's what makes them happy and that's what makes you happy, be happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, just be happy. Post what you want. Like, do what you want. And I think that's what it comes down to to anybody in here. Stop letting social media give you anxiety. Stop making it make you feel like, oh, you're not good enough. Your likes aren't good enough. Because in my mind, my picture is lit. Okay? So when I see the real, it ain't like popping like they, they tripping, you know? I like this, right? You want to say something? Uh, I got a lot to say, but I'm going to be quiet. Uh-uh, no. Uh-uh, Kyra, because you you about to come over here. I love it. I love it. Let me tell you. Let me quick. And, like, okay, so, he got off of that for Rachel. I can't get over how bad she is. She's beautiful. Like, the femininity, right, without offending my daughter. Okay. She's like, she's married. I'm not married anymore. I was married for 12 years. She's not married anymore. I mean, I'm not married anymore. She's married. So she's like, mom, like, you can't. Like, I'm just like, she's always in my head about what I can't. You know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell her something afterwards. I got something to say to her. Okay. So listen. You, you, you can't worry about it. <laughs> which your kids are saying like my son literally stopped me every time he saw me twerking no, and I told him get out of my way my son does not like it I said what my son does not mean he does not want me come to school looking sexy none of that <laughs> but at the end of the day, our kids grow up, they get their own families, their own lives, and they be living for themselves. So you have to live for you. I'm sorry if your daughter gets offended, but you look good. And I was like, you over there with that tight skin, that curly hair, that bad body, whatever. I will also add, and this is a very like overlooked subject in our community. I will go to therapy. I will go to therapy. Sounding how convicted she is about this moment that you're having, I don't know. Is you got divorced from her dad? 
Was it? No. It wasn't that. Well, either way, I'm be honest with you. I just I went to therapy. And I like it. It felt good. It was kind of like, oh, this is different. Talking to somebody about your life. <laughs> but when it comes down to like, there's some things I had to talk to my parents about that freed me a lot. So now I can like respect their freedom and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So therapy is something that that can be like a band-aid conversation she's having with you. But there might be something deeper. Like even before therapy, sitting down with her say, listen daughter, I really love you and I really care about you. And how you view me matters, you know? And like I would have like off camera, nobody around and see if that works first. And then when she opens up to you about whatever it is, then you might have to get a, a third party in there or you guys might be able to work it out through God, you know? But I feel like a lot of times there's something deeper rooted anytime somebody's on your back about something like that. Cause it's not that serious, you know? So I know that your daughter's gonna receive that from you because you seem so angelic and sweet. You're so beautiful. And I think that your happiness, like my mom, my mom, my dad got a divorce, and my mom's happiness matters to me, you know? But once she kind of like opened up to me about certain things, because I'm a daddy's girl, I was like, oh, okay. This makes sense. And I started to like look at her different, support her different, you know? And I just want her to be happy while she's living. So I think having that conversation will help. And I get the same check mark like, mom, did she just post that picture? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is 31, so she thinks she's my mom. Mine is 31 too. You know? <laughs> I am so glad my daughter does not treat me like that. So listen, let's let's ask, let's ask the kid. Like, she's not a kid. My daughter, you, B, you raise your hand. Okay, so my daughter is here. I don't know if you guys have seen her. She's the perfect one in the corner. <laughs> um, along with my perfect boy. My perfect boy. <laughs> but Rache, how do you feel about having a ultra sexy mom? I love it. Um, I love it. Rachel's getting I feel like I'm her supporter. Um, you know, she made me who I am. I feel like I give what I give her time. Yeah. And I it all. I love it. I tell her she looks good. We support each other. And she's like, Look at Britain. Yeah. Confident and sexy. I'm okay with it. I love it. Yeah. And Ra listen, Rache helped me with my outfit today because I had two outfits. I wanted to wear this really sexy dress with these tassels and this like wrap. But then I was like, I just want to be true to myself because I am very feminine, but I also have a very masculine, sexy side. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear this. And she stamped it. So I said, okay, this is what wow. I'm wearing. So I just, I, you got to do what you want to do. It's your life. It, it, it's just really your life. And your kids, they are going to have their own life too. So they shouldn't put judgment upon you because you're sexy. Be sexy. You're a sexy beast and be that. Fifi. <laughs> Fifi. Hi, Fifi. Oh, and then we're going to. Okay. Fifi. And then. Hi, Fifi. Thank you both. This is phenomenal. I'm glad you decided to do this today. Um, and Natalie and Richard, you guys are clean people today. So let me just say that before because I have been working since I was 16. I've done entrepreneurship. I've done free counseling, mentoring, you know, all of the above. Right. And I am constantly thinking about what to do. Now, this is really confirmation because we've talked about it among the family about doing this. And I, I want to do it with my husband because I think you're like a phenomenal couple. <laughs> and I talked to him about it because I said it's a ministry. Like, it really is a ministry because people need to know that love still works. Yeah, and I need to know. And late love, I'm very late. And so I wanted to just thank you for it. 
because you brought so many incredible nuggets today. Uh, thank you. And for all of you here that are thinking about it, it's an easier way to make money. That's why it's giving back to the world. Because it's not just about the money, but you can do it. Yeah. Like you're doing it and having fun and encouraging others. So thank you both so much. You're welcome. And I would say this. I love... I love watching those couples on Instagram. I do like too. love the Tilleries, like those pages. I'll send you, I'll send Rachel the pages. Like I love love, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm one of those people. Like just because my relationship didn't work out, I love love. I'm not gonna be like a happy married woman, and I love love. Like I love. I feel like women are at their purest form when they're loved properly. So I, I believe that we have to see more of that. Like I'm, I'm one of the people that be writing on these people's pages, like spiritual world and Justin LaBoy, like, no, this is this because I love love and I want more women to understand that they deserve to be loved. So you have to share your story, like talk about it. Let's hear your stuff and you can find different ways to recreate it. If you see someone else's love story, you can make it your own love story. Like, you know, with your own facts, putting photos together. Cause I, I'm the type of person, I would sit there and watch it. Cause I, I love watching people be in love. Me too. All right. So we're going to take one more question and then it, <laughs> Britain, <laughs> um, what's your name? I'm Deja. Deja. Okay. Deja with the fine mother. This is her mother. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm from Miami. Okay. So my question earlier, you spoke in your introduction, you spoke about or briefly about adult friendships. You said you don't talk about it now. Um, so I wanted to ask pretty much. So backstory. I'm from Miami, um, but I went to college in Tallahassee. Grad school in Philadelphia, lived there for some years. I'm just now, I've been what, two, a month, maybe two months I've been back in Miami. So in that time, friends just kind of, you know, you grow up, not that mm -hmm. happen, but you just grow apart. Things happen, time goes, and you look up, you're like, dang, I got a friend. I'm definitely um, going to answer this. <laughs> so I wanted to just ask how you make time for friends, how you find friends, being an adult, kind of knowing exactly who you are now. As kids, we made friends just because we went to the same school or whatever. We shared together. But it was nothing that we really had in common. But now that we know who we are, how do we find like for people that aren't in your family? All right. Okay. You want to answer first? You go first. Okay. That's a great question. I am very good at recreating my circle. So, um, I don't want you to feel bad about coming back to Miami and not having any friends because. You, it's, it's natural for us to grow. It's natural for us to grow out of people. It's natural for us to grow out of, um, you know, things that we used to do when we were younger. How old are you? 27. 27, and you moved back here from how many years? Um, I, I mean, it's been about 10 years. Okay, about 10 years. So a lot is really natural. Like if you have like friends um, that you were friends with in middle school, you're probably only going to be talking to maybe one or two. And that is really okay. <laughs> you li Am I lying? It's dope. It's that. You know what I mean? On social media. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's great to meet new people. Like I tell my sisters this all the time. Like I never stop meeting people. Like never. I never stop meeting people. And when I feel like we are not aligned anymore, that was our journey and our journey is over and it's time for out for me to do something else. And it's just okay. You don't have to be upset with anyone. You don't have to be, you know, oh, I don't bang with them anymore. Anything like that. You don't even have to do that. But sometimes you're just not aligned with that same group or that same energy anymore. And it's okay. Like you could be in a season where, oh, want to have a baby okay so you're gonna hang out with people that kind of have kids or you know they might be you know trying to and then one day you're gonna be like i'm on my bad bitching i want to hang out with the bad bitches okay i want to i want to buy the fly shoes i want to get the pocketbooks and then you're going to be in the season where you feel like i'm going to get money i'm going to hang out with people that are getting money it's nothing wrong with that and nobody should make you feel bad about changing your circle or changing your environment 
I was just telling my daughter, you know, everything in life is about what you see, what you allow yourself to absorb. And changing your environment, that has to be one of the best life hacks, I can tell you. So, you know, with changing your environment, you have to change your people, your places, and your things. And if you can't change those things, you have to change the people, places, and things. You understand? <laughs> Let's get up for Rachel. <laughs> so... This question is pretty cool because um, I, I went through a huge transition last year um, with friendship, right? Adult friendship, new friendship. Wow, right? And um, I would say this, be gentle on yourself and watch your vulnerability, right? When you're in a vulnerable space where you feel like, I don't have any friends, where are the friends at? You might attract the wrong type of friends, Right. I'm going to be honest with you. And and I don't want to sound so spiritual, but I'm going to keep it a buck. Like in the past two years and my highest points of life, I realized a couple things. It's OK not to have a lot of friends. Number one, just because you hang out with somebody, you cool with somebody doesn't mean that you're a friend because you get money with somebody doesn't mean that you're a friend. OK. All right. And. God will send you your people and your tribe. It just feels good. Mm-hmm. When the shit don't feel good, you got to pay good. attention to it. When it starts to feel like a little underlining, deflection situation, you're like, uh, nah, I'm not doing that. So I'm in a space in my life where I love my life. I love my life. I love the people I speak to. And I feel like real friends, you don't got to talk to every day. Mm-hmm. If you're my friend and you're my, we cool. When we get up, we get up. We having fun, right? I got friends all over the world. When we link up, we link up. When we on the phone, we on the phone. When we FaceTime, we are FaceTiming, right? We are catching up. That's just what it is. And I realized in my adult life, when money got involved, it started getting real funny. It started getting real funny. I started to feel like, Oh, I got this car and I can't talk about it. Cause like, no, your friends should be excited about it. It's like, girl, pick me up. Like, you know, like, girl. So I had to grow up a lot in friendships. I had to ask God, like my favorite scripture is Galatians 5, 22. And I said, God, make me a good friend. I said, I was not a good friend because I was stooping to different. <laughs> I was stooping to certain levels that we're just not there. So I don't have to dim my light to be your friend. Yeah. No, like Kyra, like I'm telling you, like I realized, I was like, I wasn't a good friend to you and you're not a good friend to me and we don't need to be friends. And that's just what it was. And it wasn't no public service announcement like, oh, Instagram, this is what's going, no. You know what, you right, we ain't friends. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. And that is and okay. I love it here. And the people that are coming in my life, my tribe has my vibe. I don't got to over explain myself. I don't got to overdo it. I don't got to do anything but be myself. And the right friendships is when you're authentic yep. and when you're yourself. And every area of your life gets real rich. Yeah, your health gets rich. Like, me, me and her in the morning time, oh, you out working out, girl? Okay, cool. <laughs> like, it's like you don't feel bad about certain things. Like, I used to feel bad about being me sometimes. And I was like, damn, this is a rich depression in a sense. And I'm not rich, but I'm rich in spirit. So I shouldn't feel low right now when God is blessing me. So that's one thing I would say. And the second thing is, it's okay, like, what you're doing right now. Get outside. I think I, I'm, I come from the bottle service life. Okay, I did bottle service for 10 years. Many people don't know that. I've been in the club for a very long time. You know, worked at all your famous strip clubs in DC. I loved it, right? Baltimore, whatever. And my friends at that moment, they were for the moment, right? It was what it was. It, they're great people, though. I will say that. Let me say this. There's nothing wrong with them. They were great people. But when I start to get to a different level, a different season, even if I want to bring you with me, if that's not what you want, it's cool, but that's what I want. I want more in life. And when I start to realize my purpose and realize that God has so much for my life and he was holding me accountable for Natalie, there were certain things I was doing that was not okay anymore. 
So the people around you are gonna check you on certain things as well. Certain dudes I was talking to was not okay anymore. Real life, it used to get me very emotional when I talked about it, cause I was still healing in that space. So get into environments that make you feel good, that you don't have to feel convicted when you go home like, oh, bitch, oh. It's nothing wrong with having fun, but there's different types of fun. You get what I'm saying? So just pray about that space that you're in and pay attention to different environments like this. Connect with people, see how it goes. You know when there's a vibe, just like when you date a guy. If he ain't give you no play, then that ain't it. But if you are building a relationship with a woman, it's like be organic. You don't gotta push yourself. Like, that's one thing about me is like, if someone's pushing themselves on me, I'm like, what's your objective? What's your motive? Mm-hmm. What do you want from me? Right? Mm-hmm. But if it's just a natural friend girl situation, let's go get up, let's go out to eat. Like, I'm not trying to make you go to PNTLC. So that's one thing people think about me. I don't need you to be in my business. I genuinely want to have a good time. Genuinely. So if you make me feel like that's what you think I want, I don't want to be your friend anyways. You know? And I just there's a bunch of other people in the pool that want to be my friend. You know? So you have to, and that's the last thing I would say. You gotta be have confidence. People know when your confidence is low, right? And when I came, I was taping a TV show last year. It went really bad. And just be honest, it went really bad. And I was like, shit, I lost friends. I, it was like my money went down. It was a it was a mess. And I was like, God, what you doing? What you trying to do? He said, I'm cleansing you right now. He said, I'm cleansing you. I got something new for you. Everything new. You thought you had friends, but that just wasn't it. Nothing wrong with those people, but I got another level for you and you wasn't going to let it go so I let it go for you and when I let it go I promise to God I start glowing I start losing weight I start feeling good you know the ones that were in my life like it was Coach Stormy's show shout out to Coach Stormy she's my friend my sister my coach she actually like reminded me like sis like you gonna be all right you gonna be all right let it go you know, and I said, all right, bet. So having those type of people, I called Rachel, I called Robin, I was telling them how I was feeling, and they was like, let it go, you're gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. So having those people in your life that can remind you that you're still great, that's a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Britain, we have to end the podcast, babe, I'm sorry. What is this on? Okay. This is the last question, we've been here for an hour. <laughs> So, Talking to the mic, son. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you talk about like uh, ways to be a baddie on the podcast, you bet not. You yes, how to be sexy? Uh, do you like put that into your own stuff or something like Okay. Uh, first. love him so much okay so um yes Britton (laughs) that is one of the biggest reasons why I started femininity by Rachel V is I wanted to help other women tap into their feminine side um I wanted to help other women that were lost that didn't feel um sexy like you would say like that makes you squirmish sometimes but um you know feeling sexy as women is very natural but because we have to wear a lot of pants we have to wear a lot of hats we have to do a lot of things to take care of ourselves and that's something that you know having a partner and that's why I teach you to open a door. You know, I teach you to pay for dinner. I teach you how to wash dishes, take out the trash, because one day I want you to be a strong man so your woman can feel as feminine and sexy as she can for herself and also for you one day. So that's one of the reasons why I started Femininity by Rachel V is to help other women tap into their feminine aura 
and feel natural like they should in their skin and not feel hard and like they have to be on guard and tackle the world because that's just not natural for women. That's good. He was asking both both of us. Sis. <laughs> well, I mean, you answered. <laughs> um, I mean, to piggyback off of what your mom said, because I've seen, we've had great interactions, Brett. I think you're, he's amazing. Let's get up for Brett, y'all. Like, he, like, to, go, to see you go through, it's not easy to change schools, to change states, to make new friends. Like, that's, a, that's admirable. You're a superman. Really, right? And I would say as a, a woman that doesn't have a son yet or doesn't have children yet, um, I want to, to exhibit that soft side and I want to be as feminine as possible um, so I can be able to attract the man that knows how to handle me and knows how to allow me to be a great mom one day and be a great wife one day, right? So why I love what Rachel is doing is it, it opens up a conversation that's very overlooked right now. I feel like we're in that alpha woman. Uh, see every like and I, if you follow me, I don't I don't agree with the alpha woman thing. You know, I don't think that you can. Yeah, I don't I don't want to do all that stuff. Mm-mm. Like I I can I have a, a real talk with you guys? Yeah, I was like, damn. When I was younger, like dudes was doing all this stuff for me, and I was like, as soon as I start to like come into my own little thing, it's like it stopped, and it was like, what happened? Right? <laughs> no, I want to be honest with you, and I was like, you know what? It was like it was this. I think that here's the deal, though. It's we have to sometimes check ourselves how we're coming off too, you know. So I realized I'm more vocal now when I'm in this space of being a woman evolving of what I want and what I desire, you know, and um, who I want to attract in this space as well. So I just think that as a mom um, one day, as a wife one day, um, as a feminine woman, it's super important to walk in your femininity every single day and to be proud of who you are. Like, if you like getting your hair done a million times or your nails done a million times, or you like just hanging out and feeling good or putting a sexy dress on, just be great, you know? And I think for your perspective, just be yourself, you know? Be yourself, you're in a new school right now. And I think everybody here, like you don't have to be anybody else. I think that sometimes social media in these places online make you feel like you have to do something different, you know, than who you are. But just figure out who you want to be by being yourself and walk in that. And if you want to change up your style, like Rachel said, she had a lot of life changes. I'm so proud of you. And you said, listen, let me get my baddie life on, you know, regardless of who it offends, I want to feel sexy again. So Mm -hmm. that's my piece. I will say, um, um, one of the, the biggest things about me and my social media is that is really me. It really is. <laughs> my social media is really me. It's not a front. It's not a. It's not an act. It's no. not. Any, I. That's really who I am. My yeah. social media is really who I am, and I think that's one of the ways that you know you can naturally build um, your social media. Is just yeah. just be who you are. I think in the past, um, because of where I am from, I was more sheltered and guarded and like nervous about showing who I really was. You know, I just didn't like showing too much because I didn't want to bring like unnecessary attention to myself. But since I've moved, I'm just like, forget it. (laughs) It just is what it is. I'm going to really live my life the way I want to live it. And I really don't care with what anybody says. So, yeah. Um, we are going to wrap up this episode. Thank you. so. You can't take it off yet. I got to wrap it up. So, films, thank you so much for another episode of Femininity by Rachel V. I am your host, Rachel V. If you ladies would like to connect with me, you can text me at 305-614-1916. Natalie, thank you so much. I have fun. For being here. And thank you. You might be back one day. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, films, for being here. I just want a loud, loud clap. (laughs) 
brunch was amazing. I have to do this again. I don't know when I'm going to do this again, but I would love to do it again. If you guys, you know, liked it, please make sure you tag me. I want to post. My followers is getting ready to be sick of me because I'm posting and tagging every single guest. So please make sure that I receive all videos, all pictures, anything that you have, please tag me so I can repost it. Also use hashtag femininity by Rachel V so I can see it on a hashtag and I can post all of the pictures. My followers about to be sick of me. Yes, yes, yes. Sick of me. (laughs) 